Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Got a hell of a show for you about to hear. Uh, loads of fun and games going on. One really quick thing before we get going, just a bit of advice. I, this is an age thing, but I'm getting to the stage now where, as I'm looking at you, yeah. I can see my own eyebrow hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you feel better immediately. Happens to me too. What? So I'll never forget being like an 11 or 12-year-old sitting there waiting to have my hair cut in our local barbers in Brixham. And I remember seeing old fellas going in there to get their nasal hair, <laughs> ear hair, eyebrows done. Yeah. I thought, my God, those guys are like a 1,000 years old. They're like the founding fathers or whatever. And now here I am. I'm probably going to have to go and ask for them to be trimmed. What, what do I do? In the meantime, well... I've I found that my my barber Tom will offer to do it. Uh, he does your eyebrows. D- does the eyebrows? Ears? Uh, no, no ears and nose. nose I take no. care of myself with the uh, with the strimmer. That's next level, isn't but it? But in the meantime, a little bit of maintenance. Um, if you're in a situation where you can't cut them, Vaseline. Jim Layton it. Really? Yeah, do you remember Jim Layton, the <laughs> old United goalkeeper? The guy looked like a vampire. <laughs> Jim Layton it. Put a bit of Vaseline on, settles them down. Right, I'm off to boots. It is great to have your company on this Tuesday afternoon. This time on Thursday, we will be well into our 24-hour jukebox. Uh, the Ultimate Radio Endurance event, raising money for the Brilliant Teenage Cancer Trust. A huge thank you to everyone who's donated so far, whether it's by buying our prints or pledging funds. We love you, and we hope we will do you proud on Thursday when the big day comes. It's going to be a big day, going to be an epic day. Um... My thoughts are never far away from food. I know this is a day of us playing songs for people for 24 hours. It's a jukebox. True, absolutely. But food, come on. If we're going to get through this, right, food's important. So I've got a little question, okay? And this is something that both of us need to think about. Uh Uh-huh. All right? It's a given that we... We're starting at 10am on the the Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. So it's a given that we will eat lunch, we will eat some kind of evening meal, we will have a breakfast. So this is all coming from the psychology of you being someone that likes to know what you're having at certain times, aren't you? Correct. This, yeah. this is this is what it's all about. I'm a planner. I like to look forward to food. Yes. But okay, the energy is going to be important. So in between those meals, what's our munchies? What's our snacks? What are we going to do? That's a good point. Say, like, take me in the evening. Say, for example, I would normally get up and have like a bit of marmite on toast or something to keep me going. Yeah. Or, or you know, I'm a big fan of a bowl of cereal at like 11 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Or even as a dessert. Now, see, all that's doable. We've got a toaster at the end of the corridor. Uh, we, we could, you know, do a bowl of cereal. So I think what we should do, all right, if you agree with these parameters, yeah, yeah. £10 each, Yes. £10 each to put together a little snack basket. I've got my little Tesco order slot up here. Right. I'm thinking as a £10 parameter to buy snacks. I like that. So anything goes, we've got 10 quid each, put it in the basket, online shop, click and collect, Bob's your uncle. Correct. I like that. So I think I might put some pork pies in there first. That's an interesting start. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, we had pork pies on the way up to the Isle of Wight Festival and they were fantastic. Yes. So they'll be good. Exactly. Um, I mean, I do like, I do like, you know, Marmite on toast, like I was just saying, but Marmite would take up quite a bit of my snack budget because it's, it's pricey, but it goes a long way. Do you know what I mean? You could buy own brand. We're not going to be getting into that territory, I don't think. <laughs> no, seriously. There are certain things where own brand stuff is fine. I don't think Marmite's one of them. I, I don't want to go down a side issue, but I happen to know that many of the supermarkets, Tesco included, do a very good own brand yeast extract. Even the name of it sounds like <laughs> something you might need a treatment cream for. Anyway, back to the parameters yeah, of yeah, this yeah. search. 
£10 on snacks, all right? £10 each. Ideas for our snack baskets. Uh, Nate is saying you need to nail the biscuits. You could go for one of those big pack 200 grams of uh, bourbon biscuits. You're looking at 22p a pack, Ooh. so it's not going to take up much of the £10 budget. I'm quite specific about the kind of biscuits that I'll have, right? I, what, I don't like biscuits that make you feel like you're giving blood. <laughs> Right, so for example, my other half, Katie, bought recently. What are those biscuits called that have got like um, like a, an indented engraving of like a cow on the front of them? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know the ones. Uh, I think they're called milk biscuits. Milk, like, make you feel like you're giving blood or you're at like a church meeting. But good to dunk. Are we going to be having a lot of tea, a lot of hot drinks? I want luxury. I'm not having any basic biscuits, thanks very much. <laughs> uh, what about this one? Uh, they don't leave the name, but say 500 blackjacks. 500 fruit salads, assuming that there's still 1p each. <laughs> that would be quite some way to blow £10 each. Love it. Your ideas, peas. It's a £10 budget. What are we going to do for our snacks? Blake and Wiggins says get some saurine on your shopping list and some full fat butter and a pint of milk to wash it down. Do you know what? Weirdly enough, right, I've had a disagreement with Katie, my other half, about putting butter on saurine. I think saurine should always have butter on it. I would agree, yeah. She says no. No, 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 no. Got to have it on there. They did it on Bake Off last week and they made butter with with it. Perfect, there you go. That's that's proof. Uh, Chris Gill uh, in North Yorkshire says, uh, snacks for the 24-hour jukebox. This is interesting. A bottle of Baileys, use it instead of milk. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Uh, Sam, what should be in our snack baskets? We do have ideas for your snack baskets. Um, we were thinking either um, a salt and vinegar crisp and galaxy combo. Nice. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with dedication, a full jar of pickled onions. Full jar of pickled onions. OK, we've got to work in quite an enclosed space for a number of hours. Who, you say we. Uh, Sam, who are you representing with these suggestions? Um, it's my, myself and my husband. Uh, Northern Ireland Paranormal Society. Wow, so you're representing the Northern Ireland Paranormal Society. Wow. So you're used to staying up all night, staking out ghosts and that kind of thing, so this will keep us going. Yep, and I highly recommend a full bag of Skittles. I'm probably more on the Skittles than I am the pickled onions, I'd have to, I'd have to say. That's amazing. So these foods that you're suggesting would be good for keeping us uh, on our toes because I guess if you're, if you're ghost hunting, you can't have anything that's going to make you feel full and want to feel a bit sleepy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, and I do this I think her line's been possessed. How ironic. Ooh. But Sam's just texted. She's OK. She says, sorry, the line cut out. We're in the middle of go- uh, nowhere, heading to a haunted location. Uh, your show is awesome. It's all we listen to when travelling to haunted spots in Northern Ireland. So we weren't far wrong then, were we? It could have been some possessed line if they're going yeah. to a haunted location. Doesn't want them to know. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, cheers for listening to us whilst you're doing the poltergeist thing. Uh, we are trying to put together a, a £10 snack basket each ahead of our 20 24-hour jukebox. I've got £3 spent so far. I've gone a quid's worth of uh, mini pork pies and uh, £2 worth of hobnobs. £2 worth of hobnobs? Yeah, a double pack. I've got uh, shortbread, yeah. one quid. Love yeah. shortbread. And then, this is this is controversial, uh, some pre-sliced corned beef. <laughs> I absolutely love corned beef. I'm going to convert you to corned beef. Of all the, not on that day, you know. On the day. 24 hours in a studio, not in a toilet. <laughs> uh, right, your ideas, please. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Chris and Glenn on the phone. What do you guys got for us? Well, we've got, if you want to be healthy, make sure you put some cucumber and some hummus. Right. That's my suggestion. Glenn, what's yours? Uh, some flapjacks. <laughs> you, you may have confused us with a pair of toddlers, chat. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having a day in the park, all right? <laughs> You've got to be healthy. You can't just have rubbish. (laughs) 
We'll take the flapjacks. I mean, oats oh. are healthy, aren't they, really? That's a good point. Yeah, we'll take the flapjacks. But you need to think again with your... What was the your, your um, uh, hummus and, and dips and stuff like that? Anything else? A bit more razzmatazz that we can have? Um... You could just be boring and have some nuts, some cashew nuts. <laughs> no, this is this is not going to work. <laughs> Chaps, we appreciate that this is this is two minds and you put a lot of effort into it, but it's it's a poor result if all we're taking out of it is the flapjacks. <laughs> we, we tried our best. We're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't apologise. We appreciate it. So I've been trying to buy dandelion and burdock, but I can't spell it. <laughs> it's prohibitive. <laughs> Uh, but cheers for your suggestions and that. Uh, we've got Dave on the line who reckons he's got a bespoke snack that we need to get. Dave, what is it? If you get a, gra- uh, get a grabber bag of Doritos, it can be the cool version in the blue bag or the cheesy version or the heated version in the red bag, depending right. on your taste. You know your Doritos. He knows all the options, doesn't he? Oh, I get it for the kids. They love it on a pe- uh, Friday night for party food and stuff like that. Um, then get some grated cheese, a bag of grated cheese. So <laughs> okay. You might- what the Doritos on a plate in the microwave, 30 seconds, so they're nice and warm. Yeah. Get the uh, grated cheese. Get the, take the Doritos out, obviously. Get the grated cheese, whack that on top. Yeah. Whack them back in the microwave for another 50 seconds and voila. <laughs> voila, like voila. a fine That's chef. It. That is amazing. Uh, and do you know what? I think I've paid 10 quid for them at uh, TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah. Exactly the same thing. That's amazing. <laughs> Dave, it's going in my basket. I love that idea. Me too. I like it. I'm going to put it in my basket. No, it's in my basket. It's in my basket. Good to have you lot on board. And it's fair to say, if you turn on the news at the moment, it's fuel shortages, fighting on forecourts, earthquakes, a plague of locusts, that kind of thing. So it was quite nice to chat about slippers on the show last night. It was very calming. Wasn't it? It was very calming, a bit of escapism. A big thank you to everyone who's uh, shared their slipper recommendations. I'm in the market for the first time ever to buy some slippers, and you guys have been recommending them. Uh, I've made a purchase. It's arriving tomorrow. How exciting. They're called Rock Doves, okay? Okay. Rock Dove slippers. Uh, two-tone men's foam slippers. <laughs> A couple of people have already made a few comments because I've tweeted about them earlier on. Um, some bloke says just don't try and run upstairs on, in them because they've got, like, no back on them. OK, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a little bit like clogs. Uh, and then Mark says, I've posted a photo of my new slippers. Uh, bearing in mind how excited I am, he says, they're like a very small pair of dog beds. <laughs> so thanks for that, mate. Here's the interesting thing, right? These weren't my first choice. I was going to go and buy Gumbies, which loads of people recommended. Right. Well, I'd never heard of these slippers before. Went to try and buy some Gumbies. Got to pre-order them. Really? I'm not pre-ordering a pair of slippers. I'll pre-order FIFA 22. Wow. I ain't flipping pre-ordering a pair of slippers. If if slippers are going to make me feel like an old fella, the only thing that's going to make me feel more of an old fella is get, having slippers on pre-order. Now, con- I, I agree with you. I think you've done the right thing. Yeah. Conversely, if you're having to pre-order slippers, this says to me, these are top drawer slippers. Yeah. And I need to know more about them. Well, this is it. It's, it's almost by the fact that they've been denied them. There's an, era, an element of mystique about them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I like the... I mean, I did say to people, like, I don't want to be too down on those slippers, but like, if you pre... I love people who can wait for stuff. I can't wait for things. I have to have it straight away. <laughs> you surprised me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit impulsive. Um, but if you've got someone on pre-order, do share it with the group. Uh, Andrew says he's he's got tarragon seeds on pre-order. He says it's going to be too late for this year now. He's been waiting since the 9th of June for his tarragon seeds, but they're always out of stock. Top draw tarragon. Barry says, uh, some IKEA blackout blinds. They cost more to deliver than buy, but they are so, so top draw, he's got them on pre-order. Callum says he's got the new Sam Fender album on LP and cassette 
on pre-order, despite not having or any intention of buying a cassette player. <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, a real tree coat and clothes rack on pre-order made of mahogany. Oh, I bet it's unbelievable Just... waiting for that to arrive. <laughs> what Whoa. a text. Uh, George, you've got a little system of things you like to pre-order? Uh, on occasion, when I know I'm going to uh, drink with reckless abandon, uh, <laughs> I pre-order myself... Uh, a nice little Greg's, a nice little chicken bake and a uh, triple chocolate donut on Just Eat to arrive the next morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sure. Genuinely, sure. this is the, the best idea I've, I've heard all year. What a fantastic thing to do. How long have you been doing this for? <laughs> oh, God. How long's Just Eat been around? <laughs> That's now, when Bush talks about the best thing to do, he's talking about the pre-ordering of the donut, not necessarily the drinking with reckless abandon. Of course, yeah, of course, <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah, we, we would never suggest such a, such a tempestuous thing. That's amazing, though. So, and what is your job? Because you, you obviously got a good planning brain on you. What is it you actually do? Uh, I run a video game development company. It's all fallen into place now, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> amazing. Well, welcome to the world of Greg's, and brilliant to have you on the show. Cheers, George. Amazing. Thanks so much. We spent some time yesterday talking about first wage packets yep. after my son had had his first proper wage packet and had announced to me very early in the morning that he was going to go and buy a brand new Xbox. Good on him. Now, I had advised him uh, that money doesn't go out of date. You don't have to spend <laughs> it all on the day that you get paid. And we all spent the afternoon discussing about what we spent our first wage packets on. Yes. Show finished. Check my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Picture of a brand new Xbox. Yes, good Pic on him. Picture of brand new gaming headphones. <laughs> oh wow, he's gone all in. Picture, picture of brand new coat that he got out of bought. <laughs> I think out of that first wage packet, he's gone and spent seventy five percent of it. My fiscal advice fell flat. Uh, he, he's not interested in pre ordering any slippers, is he? By any chance? <laughs> It's weird, right? You know, we've just been talking about what uh, £10 worth of snacks we're going to have in our baskets for yep. uh, the 24-hour uh, jukebox on Thursday for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Uh, weirdly, you know, we've talked about before our phones listening to us. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. kid you not, during that last song, I've just had a text from HelloFresh yeah. saying, come back to easy home cooking. Because <laughs> we've been talking out loud about what snacks and those lads earlier on were telling us off for being unhealthy. Wow. Who'd have thought it, huh? Now, we gave ourselves uh, a parameter of £10 each to spend on the snacks. Those uh, baskets are now complete. If you have a look at the Absolute Radio socials, you will be able to see what is in our baskets. Both of us have gone a little bit over, but only... If you add it together, we've only gone 20p over, so I think it's that's fair enough. Yeah, I've gone 14, you've gone 6. Uh, so have a look on the Absolute Radio socials. I think it's fair to say... <laughs> I think it's fair to say most people are agreeing with my basket rather than yours. Here's, here's a little example of what's going on, the trolling that I'm getting online at the moment. McCumber on Twitter says, Bush, I was going to vote for yours based on the shortbread alone. Then I clocked the fig rolls. Get in the bin. What's yeah, people's problem with fig rolls? It's pretty much the fig rolls that are getting most of the clog, I've noticed. Genuine, bear in mind I've got sliced, pre-sliced corned beef in there and that's not copping the flat. What's wrong with fig rolls? They're absolutely amazing. They've got wasps in them. No, don't start the wasp thing. That's not for real. Come on. <laughs> This Thursday, we're going to be embarking on uh, the ultimate Radiothon, uh, a stamina extravaganza, our 24-hour jukebox in aid of the brilliant Teenage Cancer Trust. It's going to be a great day. We're really looking forward to it, uh, playing your songs for 24 hours. But as Bush says, uh, raising money for a fantastic cause. And they need it. The Teenage Cancer Trust has lost over £6 million in donations due to the pandemic. It's huge. Those gigs at the Albert Hall not taking place over the past couple of years has been massive for them. 
them. Also, your money could be so, so vital. That's why we're raising these funds. £500, for example, could go towards a month of nights out at the cinema or bowling, organised by the Teenage Cancer Trust Youth Support Workers. Uh, let's catch up with Hannah's story. I was diagnosed with stage 3 Hodgkin's lymphoma. I'm not even an adult yet, I'm still 17. I don't drive, I haven't learned to drive yet. I can't buy legal alcohol yet, it just felt so wrong. And the support of the Teenage Cancer Trust has been really important to me. Like they put on events as well, which are really nice to go to, because you can just go out and have fun and meet other people who are in the same situation as you. Thank you for helping Teenage Cancer Trust by supporting and fundraising so they can help me and more people in my situation. There's a couple of reasons why your donations are so important. Here's how you can donate. Text the word GIVE, followed by either 5, 10 or 20 to 70500, and 100% of your donation will go to the Teenage Cancer Trust. Uh, text will cost your donation amount, plus your standard message charge. You must be 16 or over, and please check the bill payers' permission. Full T's and C's at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, it's home time on a Tuesday. It's an honour to welcome back a friend of the show, a national treasure, the amazing Mel Gedroich. Oh, come along now, guys. Mel, it's lovely to have visitors. <laughs> you're, you're looking very well. You've just been, um, let's just uh, get people up to speed. You've had a little break. You've just been relaxing for a bit. You, you were just I saying before. you were about to say, you've just had a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, oh, and I suddenly felt, oh, that, wouldn't that be lovely? Would... I'm 53. Yeah. And to find a little baby in a basket oh. outside my house is a bit of a dream and kind, a fantasy of mine. Kind of a Moses Ealing crossover yes. thing. Where would it Moses float down? Ealing. The baby in a basket, where would, where would you find that in Ealing? The Brent Canal. Brent Canal. <laughs> it's as, what, what Jesus would have wanted. As a couple of gentlemen with three-year-olds at home, um, <laughs> it turns into a nightmare very quickly and you know that. <laughs> so don't wish that Moses basket on yourself just yet. My kids are like 19 and 17 now, so I'm in that sort of, you know, I've got the prism glasses the pink rosy glow yeah you... i don't remember the, the the evil bad stuff and you've just dropped one of your daughters off at university how, how is that i can't i can't even talk about it i remember my mum being in it, tears it's the worst thing it's so so bad guys i'm telling you just brace yourself but it's like you've been hanging out with somebody and sort of looking after them for nearly 20 years and yeah. they just leave you they live they just leave you I have the three-year-old variety. I also have the 18 and the six-year-old variety. And it's got to the stage this morning where I was on the phone to my dad and then at the same time I get a call from my 16-year-old and I said to my dad, I'm going to have to sack you off here, Dad. Charlie's calling. It is such a rare occurrence. I need to take this. <laughs> because you just can't get hold of them these days. Oh, it's God, so no, depressing. I know, I know. It's so I, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, totally know. But we would go... When I was a kid, uh, when I was at uni, we would queue up outside the phone box to make our weekly call to our parents. Parents. But you, you, these guys have got mobile phones now. They've got no excuse, yeah. surely. Bush, weekly. I phoned my mum and dad, I reckon, once a term. That's <laughs> just a little update. Yeah, and just to sort of say, look, the coffers are a bit, you know, the coffers <laughs> are running a bit low, any chance. That was it. Phone them from a phone box, reverse charging as always. well. That was always the thing. Always. Hearing your dad pick up and go, BT charge card. Reverse charge call from Bournemouth. <laughs> Will you take it, Mr. Firth? <laughs> go on then. So, Mel, you, you, you've kind of been, you've had a period of rest, but you've also been busy because Hitmen's second season... <gasps> is about to be upon us. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, I'm quite, I feel quite excited, actually. I feel quite... We had such good fun making it. And yeah. um, the writers, the Joes, as they're called, just amazing guys. Early 30s, they're so cool. They're going to be like 
I'm going to say this, they're going to be like those peep show writers. They are. They're legends. Jesse Armstrong and Sam Bain. They're going to be like that. Yeah, they're so cool. They have written us such brilliant scripts for this uh, series. So we went into it. It was. It got a bit delayed. We should have made it probably a year before, but it kept being delayed because of COVID. But uh -huh. we finally got to make it in April. And it was just, oh, my God, it felt so great. It felt, yeah, we felt very lucky, actually, as well, because a lot of our mates haven't been working yeah. or, yeah. you know, loads of our friends in theatre. It's been a really tricky time, but we got to make this show and we were just so excited. I don't doubt that you've had fun making it um, in the slightest because I know how much fun that Bush and I have doing what we do every day. But if we're honest, I think the people that work with us probably hate us because we have so much fun. <laughs> if you were honest with yeah. yourself... Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that works with you on that, yeah. do they equally yeah. hate you as much as they love you? <laughs> I think you've hit the nail very much on the head there, Richard. Sue and I will sit, as I'm sure you two do, and literally cry with laughter over some anecdote, <laughs> some ludicrous thing that happened to us in the mid-90s. And, and this will be prompted usually by one word or something, do you know what oh. I mean? There's that sort of in-joke. And we'll sit there crying with laughter. Nobody else will have any idea what's going on. So yes, the that answer man is there yes. had to walk out of a room for me just to finish something yesterday because I couldn't record it, and that man behind you hated me it's for it. It's so childish and so unprofessional, <laughs> but my God, so much fun! <laughs> it's so much fun. So, so oh. but you guys, I mean, you and Sue, have, have, you know, uh, your uh, comedy life partner, been t together for a long yeah. time, and you kind of cut your teeth in live yeah. stuff, stage shows, that kind of thing. Yeah. How how do you deal with the downtime of filming, like uh, drama or comedy, that kind of stuff? Are you is it boring? What do you do? How do you kind of keep yourself ticking over? What you mean when we're filming and we're not actually on set? Yeah, you've got to like go wait back. around and oh, stuff. I love it. Do you? Oh, do I you get a trailer and stuff? Or? We I wouldn't say trailer. Mm -hmm. I'd say tray. A, a, <laughs> tray of stuff. <laughs> imagine, imagine the caravans. Listen, I don't want, listen. I don't want to be all spoilt and deverish here because I'm going to sound like an absolute numpty. Yeah, but. Um, you know the caravans in Carry On Camping? The little <laughs> 70s beige yeah. Sid James wagons. Single table with some seats around it, that kind of thing. Absolutely. <laughs> and we can never be on our own. So if we're both if we're both if we've both got downtime, then we pile into one mini caravanette. And I always sleep. I just if ever there's a moment of just downtime, I'll hit the deck and yeah. be asleep within about two seconds. <laughs> and Sue's, Sue's are always on some silly game on her computer. Is she? Oh, she's a bit of a gamer. She's a bit of a gamer on the side. She was doing one, oh, it was really annoying. It, oh, there was a, like a big, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but loads of little prizes that you collect and you oh, go yeah. along into another world and you collect, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this like, sounds like pretty much any game. Proper laptop Headphones on, yeah. gaming. Wow. It, it wasn't Crushy, the Crushy one. The, it wasn't Candy Crush Saga. No, 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 nothing. It, was, it wasn't a killy one. It wasn't a sort of nasty Fortnite's one. out. Uh, Mel's knowledge of the gaming industry is second to none. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Crushy one or a killy one. <laughs> no, what was it? And she was really, really into it. And I just thought, mate, come on, you're over 50. <laughs> if what you can guess you what doing? game Mel has just described Sue playing, please tweet the show at Absolute Radio. <laughs> it was bright and there were lots of little beacons yeah. of colour. It sounds like an alien abduction. <laughs> I just oh, this is awful. I don't, I don't know what it was. In the next season, this is this is a gritty question. Yeah. Go on. In this season that we're going to see from tomorrow, Sky yes. Comedy and available on now to stream as well. Thank you. Uh, that's all right, <laughs> professional. Um, I don't want to say too much, but I hear that the friendship of of Jamie and Fern 
comes under some sort of threat it's from Fran. an interloper. Fran. Fran, not Fern. My I mean, writing I, here. No, I mean, is I wish so it was poor. Fern. It would be. I a love good the name, name Fern. <laughs> Fern. <laughs> it's come under threat because the person's called them by the wrong name. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, we're not friends anymore because actually. You can just call me Fern. <laughs> yeah. Fern is such a good name. It's a good isn't name. It? It's a it's very good name. good name. Yeah, go on. In real life, yeah. this is the gritty question which yeah. has been undermined by the name slip. <laughs> <laughs> Who or my, what? My name's Mel. <laughs> this is Andy. Hello. Andy Bush. Hello there. <laughs> and you are Richie. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Who or what? Chrissy question. Mm -hmm. Who or what has been the most threat to splitting the union that is Mel and Sue? <gasps> Ooh. Oh, my days. That's a question. That, that is a hell of a question. That... It took a while to get to it. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> and now we must go. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of the quiver of arrows. Didn't yes. it? And went right into... It's not meant to be divisive, but I no, thought it was a good no, one. No, it's really interesting. Oh, my days. There may not be right, a situation. Right, let me have a think, let me have a think. Oh, do you know what? We've been mates since 1988. Hmm. So that's 33 blooming years ago. Wow. So I would say, genuinely, there may have been people that have tried. Yep. But... Sunny Jim, they have not succeeded. Well, isn't that fantastic? Seen what happened to them? Yeah, get out of town. <laughs> isn't, it? Hey. isn't it? I was about to say something awful, like my husband, <laughs> <laughs> but that simply isn't true because I've got I've got pictures of my wedding up, okay, in our house, and people always laugh when they come in because the main wedding picture shows Ben, shows ben and Sue Perkins. As if they're the couple. <laughs> I'm sort of Gooseberry in the silly dress, slightly like a metre away. They're laughing, they're <laughs> hugging. So actually, that's not true at all. Do you, do you, in terms of you and Sue, do you uh, phone call each other? Do you have a time of the week where you make a phone call or do you WhatsApp each other or voice note? How is, what is your communication like when you're not filming together? We like a little voice note, actually. Do you? I like a voice note. I like a voice note, particularly when pushing a pushchair. Oh. Can't type and push. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're so right. We've got into voice noting, which yeah. sometimes worries me a bit because I think, oh, we're trying to avoid each other, but then we'll have a really good chinwag. So this morning I did voice note her uh, about a rescue dog that I've heard about that I thought she might like to take under her roof. Oh, that no, was, our little, that was yeah. our little um, voice note this morning. Wow. Wow, we. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. And then let's just talk about some other stuff. You're incredibly busy. Uh, amazing debut book, Mel. The oh, best things. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So, so how's that going? You've got Just tell everyone what the book's about. So it's, it's out now. You can buy it. Yeah, it's out now. Um, uh, it's about, in a nutshell, a family that ostensibly have it all. They're living the life supersized, grand style. Um, in Surrey, set in Leatherhead, and they lose it all, absolutely. Did you hear that? That was a good yeah. click. Yeah, a little click. Quite quite uh, West Side Story. I was quite pleased with that. <laughs> um, they lose it all, and it's how they fail and fall and then find their way back up. And basically. the main character is called Fern, according to That's what it's Fern, right. yeah. Always Fern. <laughs> yeah. Always if in doubt, it's Fern. Fern. And in fact, Mel and I are going to be doing a little q and I'm going to be asking Mel <gasps> some questions. Oh, yeah. At the Seven Oaks Literary Festival yes. uh, next week. Bushy, I can't wait. Which is an amazing thing. So if you want to come and ask Mel a question, the lady who's organising it thinks that I have... I'm a child. She's literally printing out the train tickets, so hopefully we'll both be there at the same time. She's so not going to tell you about this herself, but ask her how she's going to get on in the 2021 Comedy Women in Print Prize. <gasps> yes. Which I, I hear oh, are don't. nominations for. Listen, I, listen, this has just happened and I can't quite believe it. I, I, I feel re no, genuinely quite shocked. 
But um, yeah, there's this amazing uh, comedy. What's it called? Comedy Women in Print Prize. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Comedy Women in Print Prize, and I think the book's been shortlisted. So I feel, I feel very, yeah. I've never, yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing stuff. It's brilliant. Oh, well, no, thank you. Thank you. We love having you in. Can we extend an invite to you? Yes, please. Because in a few days' time, we're going to be here for 24 hours' time. Oh. 24 hour jukebox. Oh, yeah. Uh, helping the Teenage Cancer Trust for those 24 hours. How are you in the wee hours? And I say the wee hours. <laughs> it's going to be like that. We're in our 40s. How, yeah. how are you? How are you in the wee hours? Yeah, who, get, who gets grumpy first? Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter what hour of the day is. I think I know which one gets grumpy first. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a question of bringing the right snack <laughs> smell. I think that's what it is. But can we, can we bring you back for a morale boost during our 24-hour jukebox? Yeah. Now, what time is it going to be? That's a good point. When, when can we uh, when can we pencil in? One a.m. Ooh, <laughs> rock and roll. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it because I'm on a mission since having sent the older daughter off to university uh-huh. to slightly regain my rock and roll. Not that I ever had it, but nighttime status. <laughs> I'm t- you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be here at one a.m. So maybe you could roll into the studios here in Central London after you've been for a night out in Soho or something. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Alternatively, it could yeah. be one o'clock at lunchtime, and you could rework the old uh, lunchtime vibes. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute. What time is it? One p.m. Oh, oh it's, it's one p.m. Oh, we didn't worry. One p.m. Oh, I was quite excited about the one a.m. slot. That would have been fun. Weatherspoons is open in the middle of the day. <laughs> Don't let I'll, put you off. Okay, I'll come at 1pm. Absolutely, I'll be here. At, yeah. How long do you want me? A few hours? As long as you can stay, bring snacks. <laughs> yes, please. We'll need them by then. Will... We'll be going for three hours. So you'll have been... Okay, so you'll have started three hours previously. I'm reckoning at 11pm things are going to start to get interesting. <laughs> That's what I'm reckoning. <laughs> Halfway through, brilliant. Yeah, good. How are you going to keep your voices going? That's the bit I'm kind of worried about. We'll talk, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll discuss. And we will discuss everything. So 1pm, not 1am. We will see you then. 1 p.m. And it's on Thursday, right? Is that right? Yes, that's right. A day after um, Hitmen Reloaded has been out on uh, Sky Comedy and available to stream on now. (laughs) Streaming now on now with now at now. Mel Gedroyd, it's an honour to have you on. We'll see you on Thursday. Thank you so much. See you guys. Thanks very much for having me. The other good thing about you, Vaseline, is you do a lot of cycling to and from Fenshire Street to work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Jim Layton obviously wore it to stop the sweat pouring into the eyes. So that's the other great thing. It works as a barrier. That's, do you know what? That is another game changer. And I, I kid you not, this is for real, because uh, when it does rain, and I, I use hair product mm-hmm. to make my hair look this good, <laughs> it makes me cry because it goes into my eyes. There you go. All I need is a bit of Vaseline. Thanks, Vas- Jim Layton. Vas it up. <laughs> 